is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. After a long time, verse 19 says, the Lord of those servants came back and called the men, says, to reckon with them, to do an accounting. All right, boys, I've been gone a couple years. I'm back now. What's the status of? Of my business? What's the status of my ranch? What's the status of my possessions? He that received five talents came and brought five more, saying, Master, you gave me five talents, but look, I have five more now. Here's ten. I've doubled the money that you gave me. You're richer now than when you left. And the Lord said to him, the master said to him, Well done. You are a good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over just these few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. The joy of the Lord here we could liken it to, let's say, us going to heaven. Amen? Enter into the blessing of your Lord. He also then received two talents. Now remember, the first one was probably over all the investments of the Lord. The second one's probably over all of the ranch, all of the farm and the possession, the, the cattle and things like that. He said, Master, you gave me two talents. You gave me, you know, $100,000 to work with. Hey, you doubled. You, you now have $200,000 worth of cattle and, and land. And the master said unto him, Well done. You're a good and faithful servant. You were faithful over just these few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he, which was over just the household staff, and received one talent, came and said, Master, I knew that you're a hard man. 
reaping things where you have not even sown, gathering where you have not strawed or where you have not planted. I was afraid that I would lose everything. So I went and hid this money in the earth. But here, here's what belongs to you. This is still yours. I didn't lose a penny of it. And his master answered and said to him, You're a wicked and slothful servant. That word wicked means twisted, like a wicker chair or wicker basket. It says you're twisted in your thinking. You're a lazy servant. You didn't even want to use what I gave you. You didn't even want to invest it. If you did at least, well, he says, verse 26, you wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I do not sow. You know that I have, I'm able to buy stuff that other people have planted. I buy their lands and, and I gather as a harvest that which we did not plant because I'm steadily increasing. You knew that's how I operated. You should therefore at least put my money to the exchanges or, or put it down into the bank so I had a little bit of interest when I came back. Let's say he was gone two years and he had you know this $100,000 or whatever it is. Even at 4 or 5%, I'd have at least you know $125,000 when I came back. But you didn't even do that. Then he says to the servant standing by, take this money from him and give it to the one who has ten talents because he knows how to use it. And he says in verse 29, for unto everyone that has, this is Jesus speaking now, everyone that has shall be given. And he shall have abundance. Has what? Unto everyone that has what shall be given what? Everyone that has the ability to use what Jesus gives to them, he shall have abundance. But from him that does not have the ability to use what Jesus gives to them, shall be taken away even what he has. And that's where I want to get to. You need to use what Jesus gives you. Let's take the first one who had ten talents, or five talents, and he made five more. He has ten talents. He came back and said, here, this belongs to you. But according to what we just read... He still has the ten. The master didn't take it back. What's he saying here? You've done so well. Here, keep going. You're doing a good job. Keep investing that. I can recall it at any time. But right now, you know, you, you're a blessing to me. I want to bless you. Keep, keep the whole ten talents. But use what you have now. Just keep going, boy. You're doing a good job. The same thing to the one that had two. He brought back four. He says, man, you're doing a good job. Man, keep up the good work. Pats him on the back. The one he gave one, he, come on, tell me what happened around here. He goes, 
I was scared I was going to lose it. And I didn't want to disappoint you. But So I hit it, and here you go. He got it back. And he says, you twisted. You are twisted in your thinking. You knew what I wanted you to do with the one talent that I gave you. You knew how I operated, and you knew what I expected. You're too lazy to do it. Take from him this talent and give him the give that talent to the one that already has ten. Over in Luke it says, everyone stand by that he already has ten. It says, from he who has much, much is required. But here he says also, to everyone that has, more shall be given, and he'll have abundance. But from him that does not have shall be taken away even that which he has. Now this has been used a lot to talk about money. And that is one area it can be applied to. I made it a point here and in this teaching so far to let you see it from a different angle. That word talent... Yes, it equates in the Hebrew to and the Greek to one year annual wages. But what about a talent for ministry? What about a talent in growing? Some people are singers. Some people are musicians. That's a talent not everyone has. Elvis Presley started off a good Christian boy. Loved God. Loved his mama. And he had a talent for singing and playing the guitar. But the lure of big money, bright lights, and adoring fans diverted him from the talent of using his ability to honor God. Now, he did put out a couple gospel records because he knew what his calling was. He understood what the calling was that he had on his life, especially in his later years. But he never fulfilled that calling. And there was a sense of emptiness in his life that drugs started to fill and food until finally he died early at the age of 42. What could he have done if he had devoted all of his talent to singing for the Lord? Oh, brother Bob, gospel singers don't make that much money. So you're in agreement that he went chasing after the money. You're thinking worldly, not heavenly. Each person in your being, your very core being, when you are born again, you know what your talent is. For some people it's teaching children especially special needs children. For some people, it's singing. Some people, it's administration. 
over in Ephesians chapter 4. Glory to God. Ephesians 4, verse 11. Eleven through thirteen. Some he or he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists, some pastors and some teachers, and he gave these for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Until we can all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That we should therefore no longer just be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But we come to you speaking the truth in love, so you may grow up into him in all things. Who's the head? Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, Jesus from whom the whole body is fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, and make increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. You see how every joint has something to supply. Jesus has put you somewhere in the ministry. You've heard me say it over and over again, and I'll say it till Jesus comes back or I go to him. Every believer has a calling into some form of ministry. It may not be the fivefold ministry we just read about. We read before, or taught before that. It You could be called into administration. You could be called to be a janitor, to cut the grass, take care of the flowers at the church. Whatever it may be, you have a calling on your life. When I first surrendered my life to the ministry, I figured, okay, if I'm in the ministry, I have to have a church. Because everybody I know that's in the ministry has a church. Well, it could be an evangelist. You know, I read that. I'm not an apostle. I'm not a prophet. So I must be an evangelist or a teacher. So I started teaching Sunday school and quickly found out that was not my calling. I enjoyed evangelism. I enjoyed leading people to the Lord. So I knew that was an anointing on my life. That was a calling on my life. And then I slowly developed into a teacher. Not Sunday school teacher, but a teacher of the word. Like I'm doing with you today. This is not a preaching sermon. Get saved or get left. Get right or get left. Yeah, that's Yes, evangelism is a calling. That's why every broadcast ends with an invitation. Because it all comes back to receiving Jesus. To receive everything that we just taught about. There's that word, taught. That comes back to teaching. That is an anointing on my life, a calling on my life. So anointed to teach, to be an evangelist, that's preaching. And 
I don't like claiming this at all. I have been referred to as entering over into the prophetic realm. Maybe God is growing me in that area. Because I see things happening in the earth. I see things happening in this nation. I see things lining up exactly as Jesus said they were going to be before he comes back. And I start teaching on that. So yes, there is now a prophetic calling on my life. I'm not standing up to prophesy as, you know, uh, Jack, God says that you will receive a million dollars by next week, and then it happens. No, I'm not a prophet of stuff like that. But I have a prophetic calling in my life to see what's happening in light of what the Bible says. And then the initial calling, which we covered last time in Ezekiel chapter 2 and chapter 3, said, God said, I've set you as a watchman on the wall, and you will give a warning from me to the people. So I'm just fulfilling that portion of my calling. I see things happening in the spirit that is manifesting in the natural, and I'm calling those things out so that people have warning. So I'm fulfilling that area of my calling. And I do it in love. I may come down hard on preachers, churches, ministries, politicians, and others when I see them as, back over in Matthew 25, as that one who went to bury the calling on their life. It grieves me to see them not living up to their full talent and ability and the expectation that Jesus has of them. So I give them warning. And a lot of people don't like that. It's like over in Luke, I think it's Luke 19, where this same parable is taught. They said, but Lord, if you, you know, this guy's already got ten talents. And what did Jesus say? From whom much is given, much is required. Folks, we cannot play church anymore. The soon return of Christ is so near, only the spiritually blind deny it. Oh, they've been saying that for hundreds of years, you know, the... World War One, they thought, oh, here comes Jesus. World War Two, oh, here comes Jesus. Oh, the Gulf War, here comes Jesus. They've been saying that over and over and over and over. Scripture talks about there will be mockers in the last days saying, where's the sign of his return, his coming? It's been going on for years and years and years. Nothing has changed. And these are so-called Christians. The Bible's referring to. Amen. But look at verse 30. Cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This was a servant in the household of faith who squandered the opportunity to increase 
what his master gave him. He failed to use the talent that his master gave him. And that talent, whatever that ability was, was taken from him. So that that, what did he say before? From him that has not shall be taken away even what he has. That talent... He was right. That talent did not actually belong to him. It belonged to his master. The others took the talent their master gave them to use it for the master's increase. And when the master came back, they cast it all down before him, saying, here you go, master. It's all yours. I did it for you. And the master said, well Son, you are a faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your master. Last week we covered the parable of the ten virgins. Enter into the joy of the Lord would be ushering them into the kingdom banquet. Amen. Second one likewise. The third one came and said, I didn't use the talent you gave me. Because I know that you're very hard and very strict in how you're supposed to live. I didn't want to live like that. I squandered the talent you gave me, but, you know, I'm here. You gave it to me, and I'm here with it. Thinking that was going to get him into the wedding banquet. We have a lot of people who profess to be Christians today that are not using the talent that the Lord Jesus Christ has given to them to increase his kingdom. Instead, they go under the theory of, hey, I'm born again, and I'm just going to go ahead and live with the world now. I'll just be born again. I'll still go to the nightclubs. I'll still go to the gambling halls. I can sleep around. I can do whatever I want. I can take drugs. I can smoke. I can drink. I can live like the world and cuss like a sailor. But inside, I know I'm saved. What's Jesus saying? There's no fruit. There's no fruit on your tree. We've seen before where he said, where Jesus talking to his disciples said, Judge the tree by its fruit. For a good tree does not bring forth wicked fruit or bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bring forth a good fruit. Judge the tree by its fruit. So if you are born again, But you're too shy to use your God-given talent of being born again. Even if you don't want to share the gospel with anyone, at least live according to the talent Jesus has given you. Live holy. Stop going to the nightclub. Stop drinking alcohol till all all hours of the morning. Stop smoking them nasty cigarettes. This is not, I'm not preaching a religion of works. 
Oh, if you're born again, you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't. No, 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 no. When I got born again, I still drank alcohol for a few months. I never did smoke. My wife and I were just talking about this yesterday. It had been 23 years now when I took my last drink of alcohol and didn't even realize that I had gone six months. When I was cleaning out the cupboard, I found that bottle of the last drink I'd had, half empty or half full. And it dawned on me, it's been six months since I had a drink of alcohol. And it's now been 23 years. Glory to God. You see, that desire just left. I didn't make a conscious decision to do it. But I was devoting my time and my attention to studying the Word, listening to the Word, listening to teaching tapes, ordering resources, reading these books, studying the Word of God. I gave my attention to Jesus. And the attention that I had been giving to worldly things left. Amen. My mouth cleaned up. I stopped cursing. Hallelujah. Whatever you give your attention to is what you will become. You may not be called into the fivefold ministry, but you are called to live holy. Amen. Stop watching that dumb television. There's some people that live for Jerry Springer and Oprah and Ellen and the, what do they call that one show with the five women on there? All of them anti-God. Watching all kinds of perversion on television. And then get up Sunday morning, go to church, get mad when the preacher talks 10 minutes over the time that he usually talks. Check your block, paid your $10 in the offering or your $20, whatever it may be. Left church, come back home, turn on the TV, watch football, get out the beer, and have a party. Can't go to night service. The football game's on that time. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Somebody shout amen. Glory to God. I know that's hitting home. I'm stepping on some serious spiritual toes today. But that's okay. See, I'm not, I don't have any notes. I'm just going with the Holy Spirit. So that was for somebody somewhere this day. You may only have one talent. Your talent may be, maybe you're a painter. Offer to paint the sanctuary for free. All the church has to do is buy the paint. You can come in and paint it. You may be a landscaper. Offer to cut the church's grass for free. That's your talent that God gave to you. 
You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.